Yes, it's episode 161 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? It is Sunday the... Is it the 1st? Is it the 1st of March? Oh, no. 2020 is disappearing right in front of us. We're in the third month of the year already. How's your New Year's resolutions going, hey? How about this year? It's going to be my year. 2020 vision. 2020 vision. It's my year. Um, you giving up on those goals yet? How's it going? I, I don't want to. I don't be negative. So I know how you, how you're doing. That's all. But how am I doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. This week, what have I done? This week, um, guess we'll start with comedy. Um, what did I do? What have I done this week? I had a gig last night in Putney. Um, it's all right. It's in a church. It's always funny when you clock yourself mid-joke, telling a joke about religion. Do you like, hold on, I'm in, I'm in a church here. <laughs> Didn't stop me telling the joke. It was just like, yeah, pretty rude of me. Um, what else has been going on this week? Where else have I gigged? Did you gig somewhere else this week? You can't just gig once. I can't remember. It's not interesting, so it doesn't matter. That's probably why I can't remember. So I'm not even interested in telling the story. I don't think you'll be interested in hearing. Um, but what what else is going on in the week? I've um, boxing. Jesus, that's what happened at the start of the week. I always forget when I record these things. Obviously, I recorded with uh, 52 weeks later on Saturday afternoon. So I completely forgot that Saturday night, Sunday morning, it was Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, and I. I went to my uncle's house, did a little bit of socialise for a bit, and then went to bed and woke up ready for the fight. Felt great to watch it. And uh, wow, what an ass kicking. What an ass kicking. Um, an absolute, absolute school lesson of how to box there. It's unreal. No one had that predicted, though. Everyone thought it was going to be a wilder knockout or fury on points. No one saw a TKO coming. It was all mad. It's all mad. If you want to hear some better analysis about the boxing match, then please, please, please go over to the Undefeated podcast with KG, the comedian, and Travis J. Um, it's my favourite sports podcast. It's my favourite sports podcast. It's a podcast about boxing, the Undefeated podcast. They, they made amazing moves so far. Um, I think just over a year they've been going now. They've already had the likes of Spencer Fear on in their studio. They've been to Las Vegas, ha, um, sat down with Lennox Lewis. They've met Eubank Senior and Junior, um, Tunde Jai, Lawrence Akoli, Dion Juma. They they they're literally they they are making their rounds. They had a live event for the Joshua uh, Ruiz two number two fight. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Really funny. If you're not even that into boxing, I still suggest listen to it. It's a great gateway um, podcast to listen for boxing. I, I'm not a massive boxing fan, but hearing them talk about boxing, um, you know, gives you good in, insight into, into their sport. So, yeah, that's my suggestion. Go listen to that. Also, shouting out podcast, go listen to the Chalk and Cheese podcast as well with uh, a few of my comedy brothers on there. So it's uh, Christopher Savage, Kane Brown, White Yardy, Dizzle, 
um, and DJ C6. Um, so fucking funny. But Steve, you know when your friends do a podcast, right? So always, always see it's Savage is Chris Savage is what I'm closest to out of that group. And I saw his podcast. I thought, you know, you, you always get around to listening to your friends' podcasts. You'll get around to it. Uh, and I think just one day I've ran out of podcasts to listen to. You know, I've listened to all my usual ones. I was like, all right, I'll switch on this one. And I literally have not stopped laughing. I've just done a catch-up of all the episodes. It's just flipping hilarious. So that's another podcast recommendation, Chalk and Cheese podcast. Um, this podcast, this one here should be a bit more special because I've realised it's... Three years. It's the birthday. This is the birthday podcast. It's three years. The podcast is three years old. So I'm going to have some cake. I've, I've got some cake. Not to share, though. That's that's for me. Can't share a cake over the internet. That isn't how it works. Um, but as you can probably tell, I haven't really got much to talk about this week. I haven't followed the news. Coronavirus, still a thing. Um, oh, shit. Sorry, I'm watching Sky Sports News and they're outside Wembley and in in the background I can see Box Park and that's where I was on Wednesday. I gigged there on Wednesday, Box Park, Wembley. Oh, there you go, that's what happened. And yeah, while on stage, Ori Styler hosting it. He, he asked people what their jobs are. Um, I can't remember what that person's actual job was, but then he asked, okay, anyone else got a more interesting job than that? And someone put their hands up and went, suicide bomber. And then I was like, uh, okay, what? And, so, and you can see that as soon as it came out of their mouth, they thought it was going to be much funnier than it was. No one laughed. No one was scared. No one was angry. Everyone was like, what? It's like, suicide bomber. And then, or it's like, I think you drank too much, mate. And she's like, uh, no, I'm not even drinking. He goes, wow, so you took your whole sober self to say that and you thought it was funny and then the crowd just went get out leave leave and they literally just started chanting for this woman to leave or we had to calm them down and then as soon as i got on stage she left it's out of order while i was on stage i got corrected um i was talking about quaden bales you know the the little person but he's an actual i know he's nine years old but he's a little little person because you know we call children little people but he's actual little person. Anyway, I was saying a joke about him. Uh, and I used the word dwarf. Now, this lady just jumped up and said, that's the wrong word. I said, what? You can't call him dwarfs. I was like, what? I was like, in my head, I was like, no, you can't call them midgets. And she's like, no, not dwarfs. So what's the right word? She's little people. I was like, okay. But he does suffer from dwarfism, though. So it's, it's one of those weird ones where, you know, the guy suffers from dwarfism, so... Is he not a dwarf? Does that, am I meant to say he's a person with dwarfism? Is it one of those things like people first? I'm not sure if it, what it was, really. But I had to Google, and midget is like across the board. That's not acceptable. I think midget's like some kind of insect. And then dwarf... Well, think about it, it is like a mythical creature, right? You know, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Like, they, they didn't have dwarfism. They, they were these weird mythical creatures, like hobbits. So, <laughs> like, 
So in that that in mind, I guess the wolves really isn't the right word. But I wasn't ignorant about it. I learnt. Change for joke. It didn't really matter that he was uh, small. It was just I was describing him. But yeah, he's uh, his mum has refused the money and said for it to be donated to other charities, to like lots of small charities. And his trip to Disneyland as well. Um, she said, no, we're not taking it. Now, one of my friends felt, well, that's unfair. At least take him to Disneyland. I was saying, I mean... I get you might feel a bit guilty taking all the money off all these strangers. But, I mean, the kid's like, Mum, can I please go to Disneyland, though? Because I am nine. But, I don't know. I don't know if there's a height restriction for the rides at Disneyland. Oh, it was too easy tapping. Um, look, what else have I got to talk about? So I'm rambling, I'm waffling, I'm looking at football. I don't know why. I can't stand football at the moment. Do you always like supporting Tottenham Hotspur at the moment? I guess you kind of know if you support a team like Arsenal. It's just shit, isn't it? You're just not interested in football anymore. You see like, oh, Manchester United drew or Chelsea, Chelsea drew or Manchester United losing. And deep down, you know, as a Tottenham fan or an Arsenal fan, that it doesn't actually matter because your team's too shit to take advantage of any of these permutations going your way. Like we're playing Wolves right now. We played Chelsea last week. If we had Son or Kane or both, yeah, I'm buzzing because like wicked. We've got Chelsea. We can batter them and then we'll batter Wolves and then we'll be fourth. But the team is just so depleted and rubbish. Um, so, yeah, I'm just pretty over football. Um, let's see what else has gone on in the world. If I say going on the world, what is Twitter talking about? Whenever I say that, what's going on in the world? Let it be known that I'm actually just going onto Twitter and seeing, you know, what's trending. Uh, well, yeah, coronavirus. That's um, that's still that's still going. There's a hashtag saying "Stand with Pretty." Now, I can only think that is something ironic. And sarcastic. What is going on? What is going on? Uh, okay. So someone's when I saw Stand With Pretty trending, I thought it has to be a joke. I was proved wrong. What kind of country have we become that stands with a woman that deports vulnerable asylum seekers back to danger? So what? So what? What is what are we standing with her for? Because a lot of people, most of these Stand With Pretty hashtags are people saying, "What is this?" Now people talking about her being a traitor and a possible spy. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm not going to have a, an opinion on this because it, it's, it's too early and I can't process what's happening. Drake's trending at the moment. Again, I'm not sure what he's trending about. Has he got a new song out? Is that what it is? Yep, he's got a new song out. So go check that out, people. 
I think he's got a freestyle. Chicago freestyle is the is the song. Well, old Drake is back. People saying Jesus. I need to go hear this song. But um, I don't know. What else is going on in the world? I've got nothing to talk about. Got not. I've literally got nothing to talk about at all. So what I'll do? Let's go, dear Deirdre, because I haven't done any research for this. I've got stuff going on in my personal life that um. No, it's not as bad. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. Potentially good stuff. But I like telling you guys when it's happened. Um, I guess actually comedy-wise, I'm in the I'm in a competition again this year. I thought I was done with competitions. But I thought, this one sounds pretty good. British Comedian of the Year. Another comedy award. So, um, in the heat for that. So, that's at the end of March. Got that to go and do up in Ipswich. Um, yeah. Uh, do I want it for the prestige? Maybe. No, do I want it? You know, it's, you know, it's a badge of honour. It's a great title to run around with if I if I do at least even get to the final. Maybe. Or did I enter solely because the prize money is £10,000. Oh, sorry, £10,001. That's the reason I entered. I want the ten thousand and one pounds. Cause who doesn't want ten thousand and one pounds? I know I do. It's what I bloody want. It's what I bloody want. So wish me luck in that. I'll let you know how that goes. That's the end of March, though. Um, right. I think that's it. Coronavirus spreading everywhere. Um, wash your hands, people. That's it. Right. Let's uh let's get into Dear Deirdre because <sighs> There we go. Dear Dear Deirdre, what are you saying? What are you saying, darling? Fuck you know. It's time for the internet to play up, isn't it? Um Dear Deirdre, I had a night of hot sex with a co-worker's missus and I can't stop thinking about her. Orcs but is he actually your mate or is he just a co-worker? You didn't even call him your workmate. Not even call it co-worker. Right, dear Deirdre, I had a night of... Am- I had even meet this person. Let's see. Anyway, I had a night of amazing sex with a colleague's girlfriend and can't get it out of my head. I've got a new job, but should I stay in touch with her? Oh dear. I'm 28 and I went out for drinks and a meal last month with a couple of colleagues and their girlfriends. Okay. Still can't work out how you've ended up having sex with her. We'll, we'll carry on. I was supposed to go with a girlfriend, um, but we had just split up, so they said to come along anyway. Oh, you bastard. I bet they regret inviting you along. Oh, mate, you can sit next down. Hey, Spurs are 1-0 up. Let's see if VAR cancels that out. Anyway. Um, oh. Um, yeah, imagine that. You invite the single guy to the party. I bet it's the guy who invited you. He's like, just come along, mate. You have a good time. Take your mind off things. And that's how you reward him. Wait, what is this advert? Sorry, I'm so distracted. Guinness has got this Guinness clear advert. Oh, that's very smart, Guinness. They're trying to advertise drinking water. But they called it Guinness clear. 100% H2O. That's hilarious, Guinness. Anyway... Back on this. I was supposed to go with a girlfriend, uh, but we just split up. So they said to come along anyway, especially as I was about to leave the firm. One of the colleagues is, is a heavy drinker 
and got loud and argumentative, especially with his girlfriend. He's 33, she's 31, and they have a couple of kids. He was saying she's fat and ugly, and it was very embarrassing. At the end of the evening, I shared a taxi with them, but they turned out not to have any cash on them, and the driver didn't accept cards, so I paid up front for us all. Next morning, my colleague's girlfriend turned up at my front door, insisting on giving me the cash for the taxi. Oh dear. I invited her in for a coffee and we talked about my colleague's behaviour the night before. She said she was glad other people saw how he gets. Oh jeez. Female, the guy's an arsehole as well. So you're just like, oh, if I could just have sex with his wife or his girlfriend, what a win. I know you don't feel bad about this. As we said goodbye, I said see you later. Not meaning anything by it, but she said yes. I'll be round about 9pm with a bottle. The kids are at sleepover and I've told him. I'm going to my mum's so I can stay over. Whoa. Jeez. That... So she came pre-planned. Like She fully loaded up because that isn't a plan you make just because someone said see you later. You went there with this in mind. She rang the doorbell just after 9pm, carried a bottle of wine and a load of beers for me. We talked and drank. And then I said I'd sleep on the sofa. She insisted we share my bed and started kissing me straight away. The sex was brilliant. And we had sex again the next morning. She said she and her partner don't romp much these days and she misses it. She left and we said nothing about seeing one another again. But I keep thinking about that night of passion. She's not really my type. But I keep looking at her on Facebook <laughs> and wondering whether to add her as a friend. Don't! There you go. I'm worried about the way my ex-colleague treats her. Yet she's not the sort of person I would normally have a relationship with. Mate, your dick's hard at the situation. That's what it is. You don't fancy her, but you're a bloke, so you fancy her enough. You know what I mean? She's not like an absolute troll. So you fancy her enough. It's the situation. Your colleague's an arsehole and he's not treating her nicely. And it's just an easy win for you. So you just go with it. Now, what I say to you, do you add her on Facebook? No, but you've got a number. You might as well carry on. You know what I mean? Just, you might as well. I'd... Obviously, the ethical thing to do is to break it up and not do it, but you're already doing it. Just, yeah, just go for it. That's what I've got to say to you, mate. <laughs> Just go for it. She's not happy. You're not happy. You know what I mean? My advice to her would be to work on her relationship and to leave you alone. But my advice to you, mate, is just crack on. Right, let's see. House blow. House blow. I can't get a mortgage with my wife after running up credit card debts in my 20s. Ah, when I was in the army in my 20s and a bit wild, I ran up credit card debts. In the end, I paid them all off, Though I took, although it took a few years. I'm 43 and married with two children now, but I can't get a mortgage due to my poor credit rating. It's so frustrating for my wife and I. We pay £750 a month uh, um, for rent uh, for our house and have never been late in 10 years. But we are effectively throwing this money away with nothing to show for it. If we got a mortgage, we would be well on our way to owning a place of our own, but I feel condemned by the few escapades as a lad. Um, why don't you just check your credit rating now? 
if you did it in your 20s and you're 43, that means you've got at least 13 years of good credit history. You've got to be fine. Let's go get another credit check. Dear. Anyway, she's rubbish in bed. Come on. Sex with my girlfriend has become more of a chore than a fun activity. Jesus. Sex with my girlfriend has become more of a chore than a fun activity. We're only 22. Ah. 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 Leave. Just leave now. I'm 22. You, you haven't got enough experience to teach her anything. Just leave. Both leave. You'd both be better off for it. She probably thinks you're rubbish in bed as well. We've been together for two years. Um, I want to spend my life with this girl and I do adore her, but our sex life has become repetitive and boring. We always follow the same routine and it only lasts a few minutes as it feels so dull. I'm always the one who initiates sex when I question why our sex life has got into this state or why she never starts it. It normally ends my girlfriend crying and making me feel like an awful person. Uh, it's because she's not talking properly. I just ask her, hey, how's it for you? Are you enjoying our sex life? If she says, yeah, they're like, well, do you mind if I mix it up a bit? You know what I mean? I'm going to dress up. I don't know what you want to do. Tell her what you actually want. And say, is she okay with that? And if she is, you might find out she's really open. But you can just go, hey, our sex is shit. She's probably going to cry. I want to make our sex life fun again, but each time I try to solve our problems and talk it through, it ends up with me feeling like the bad guy, because you probably say it like an arsehole, mate. That's what it is. You're probably one of those guys just lays on your back and just goes, ah, this is rubbish. When you take charge, what do you need to do? Um, Alright, one more. Let's get one more. Uh, yeah. right, right, right. What's the truth? Ooh, this sounds complex. What's the truth? My my boyfriend's mum dumped me for him and says he completely agrees with her. My boyfriend's mum dumped me for him. My boyfriend's mom dumped me for him and says he completely agrees. I don't get it. Let's read it. Dear, dear, my boyfriend's mom messaged me saying she was putting the end to our relationship. Oh, right. That's why I didn't get it because I just didn't understand that was the thing. Oh, shit, that looked terrible. So I just saw Delafeu's knee get twisted to oblivion. Oh God, that looked horrible. What, did Watford beat Liverpool 3-0? Yes! <laughs> As I told you, I haven't been following football. I haven't been following. Ah, do what? I'm kind of gutted though. Because I didn't, it was a catch-22. Didn't want Liverpool to go the season unbeaten, but I also wanted them to go the season unbeaten. So they just shut Arsenal fans up about being invincible. But to lose 3-0 to Watford, Wagwan for Liverpool. I think they're going to be knocked out of the Champions League. There's no need for Watford to do that. It's always a no-one team that does it, isn't it? Anyway, back to the dear Deirdre. 
My boyfriend's mum messaged me saying she was putting on putting an end to our relationship and that my boyfriend was in a complete agreement with her. Jeez, I'm shocked and confused. When I spoke to him the day before, he said he didn't want to break up with me, but his mum might try to force him. How old is he? 12. He's 19. He turns 19 next month. I'm 18. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess if he's still living there, not much he can, uh, not much he can do. I asked him once before why she didn't like me. He said he didn't know and that she was just being overprotective. All right. Oh, it seems like there's more to that. That's it. That's the end. Nah, listen. It's, there's something else. It, but the mum don't like you. Don't know what it is, but there's something. There's something why the mum doesn't like you. Um, but you're out of it now. And it's just... Just take us a lucky break. You're 18. Um, oh, jeez, this is a different one. Yeah, you're 18 and um, you'll get over it. Right, last one. Because that one's dead. Trust issues. I caught my girlfriend in bed with another man, but I have no right to dump her. How? How do you have no right? Let's see. I'm heartbroken. Sorry, I'm broken hearted. Since finding my girl... Broken hearted. I'm heartbroken. Since finding my girlfriend in bed with a man. She promises me they didn't have sex. But I'm finding that hard to believe. Uh, it's not the first crisis about being faithful. But it was me last time. I had sex with my female colleague two years ago. And my girlfriend caught us in, together in bed. Ah. I'm not sure why I did it. I, just for the excitement, I guess. My girlfriend was angry and hurt. But I said sorry. For a while we sorted things out but split up six months later. But we missed each other and got back together. And it felt great until last week when I saw her with that man. She says she's sorry and promised to have no further contact with him. But how can I trust her? We're both 28. Ah, you're both too old for that shit. What do you mean she's just in bed with someone else and didn't sleep with him? What are they doing then? Comparing like pyjamas? Was he showing him that the thread count of the duvet? You know what? You should get a new Simba mattress. It's got the memory foam and 5,000 unique springs. Look, you know what? Best way to test is come and lay in the bed with me. Oh, yeah, this is really nice, this is. Door opens. Like, Helen, what are you doing? So I'm just showing him the mattress. Like, yeah, you know I mean. <sighs> I don't know. But anyway, I think that's the end of the pod. Because, um... I ain't got anything to say. Yeah, I can't talk to you guys for for this long. I mean, half an hour is how long the pod should be, minimum. But um, no one's paying me to do this. So, hey, this is the pod you're getting. Um, because by the time you listen to this as well, you'll see that I've... That I've... Um, could, actually, do I say... No, I'll leave it as a surprise. You'll see. You'll see. I won't say, uh, I won't say what's going on. You'll see it. You'll see. Um, I think that's the end of the pods. And apologies to Jimmy James Jones at, um, at Wentful Wembley Box Park gig. He went on last. He was meant to go on first. He was running, not late, but just a tad late. And so they changed the running order to put me first. And then they was going to put Jimmy, you know, second or third and I said put him last if you're not going to put him first and he went last and uh, 
he, he was really pissed off because he had to travel back to Milton Keynes. <laughs> it was my fault. I said put him last. It was my idea because I thought it'd be funny. And he went on stage so pissed off. And it, and it just, just disseminated into the crowd. They could feel his, his annoyance. So that was me, Jimmy. That was me. Anyway, that's me for the pod. Next week, I'll be in Luton on Saturday. And I'll be in Streatham on Sunday. I think on Monday, I'll be in North London somewhere. Tufnell Park on Monday. And Wednesday, I'm out. I'm going out on Wednesday. So yeah, that's that's my movements for the week. Not that you guys asked, but that's what I'm doing. So anyway, that's the end of the pod. I've waffled on for long enough. And um, that's it. What am I talking about? I just remembered Love is Blind. If you haven't watched Love is Blind on Netflix, please, please do. And if you have watched it and you love it, invite me onto your podcast. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it all. Ah, fuck, now Wolves just equalised. Of course it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, Love is Blind. An amazing show. Um, I want someone to talk about it with. So yeah, I'll come I'll come on your podcast. You can come on mine. Whatever. We'll watch Love is Blind and we'll talk about Love is Blind. All right, cool. That's the end of the pod. Peace.